Welcome to the first Sunday of 2021. We're here. This is great. Happy New Year, Valley Point. Happy New Year. Today we step into a Valley Point tradition called Life Verse. Honestly, I have been thinking about this day for probably the last six months, taking notes, prepping for what to share, and dreaming about a new year, and it's here. So here's how we'll walk through this. I want to begin just by sharing with you a welcome. Since Life First is something that we have done repeatedly, I want to welcome you back to this great theme. After the welcome, I have two stories that I want to share with you. And these two stories have really shaped a lot of my thinking about life verse for 2021. After the two stories, I will share with you a big idea that will shape our conversation. And then when I'm done with that, I will present a challenge from 1 Thessalonians. So this is our walking path. A welcome, two stories, a big idea, and then a challenge from Scripture. Okay, let's begin with a welcome. You know, life verse is something that we have been doing for nine years now. It began in 2013, and here we are still doing it. So welcome to something special. Welcome to something that grounds our church. Welcome to something that we refer back to constantly throughout the year. Welcome to something that brings wisdom to us. Question. Here's a question for all of us. Could you, could we, benefit from a little more wisdom? Could we? (laughs) I think we all know the answer to that. As we step into 2021 from an unusual 2020, wisdom is needed. I think that's an understatement. I read recently that leadership over the past year, and think about leadership in your context, okay? It could be leadership in your home or at work or on a team or in some type of mentoring role that you may have. Leadership has been about moving from the unknown to the unknown. And I think there's a lot of truth in that statement because we are all walking through a period of time that is unknown And of course, we're stepping into the unknown. This is why we extend grace and empathy over sarcasm and judgment. And what helps with that? Well, wisdom. And scripture is designed to give wisdom. So welcome to something that helps and is critical to 2021. Welcome. If you've been part of this in the past, and I know many of you have, we continue this theme, and I hope that you love it. If you are new to Valley Point and have never walked through this, welcome to Lifers. I will say this has the potential to change your life. It's a big deal. It matters. And here's what I mean by that. Two stories, okay? The first story is about a sweet couple that I had the privilege of 
officiating their wedding in 2019. I love weddings. I do, it's just fun. As a pastor, I often get to share these really special days with couples and their families and friends, and I love it. The whole thing is great. The preparation and pre-counseling, the rehearsal, the wedding day and party, it's great. So Abby and Zach started coming to Valley Point, and then they reached out to me because they were getting married. We set up our time to go through our counseling sessions and had a lot of fun together. As we walked through our final session, we planned the wedding day and ceremony and everything entailed with that, and they presented something to me that I had never done before. They asked if the verses they chose at the beginning of the year as part of our life verse theme could be used in their ceremony. Of course, I said, no, (laughs) that can't be done. That's impossible. No, actually, I thought, that's amazing, like genuinely amazing, and yes, Let's do that. And then we reviewed their verses. Zach chose for his life verse that year, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 2, which says this, Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. And I remember thinking, oh my This is great advice here for couples getting ready to exchange covenant vows before God and family, right? Great advice. Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Wow. That was the verse that Zach chose. Well, Abby chose for her life verse that year, Micah chapter 6, verse 8. She adopted our church-wide life verse for it that year, which says, He has shown you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. And again, I thought, wow, if couples did that, What we read from Micah, act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with God. I think relational wholeness with God and others will occur. It was a beautiful ceremony with scripture and specifically life verses that were chosen prior to their wedding date, providing wisdom for them. That's the first story. The second story involves a friend named Patty. I first met Patty here at Valley Point Church. She had been invited by her best friend, Debbie Miles, and after some time, she came. Faith was always important to Patty, but she had walked through some challenges in life that made it really difficult for her to be in church. She took a brave step, though, and came to Valley Point, and I remember how excited her friend was that she came. It was a great day. Patty came to life spiritually as she started to attend. She felt renewed and engaged again with her faith. Her smile was real. Her laugh was contagious. Patty became my friend too. 
Shortly after she started attending, she called me and wanted to know if she could stop by the office and talk. And I said, sure, I would love that. She came with a dozen of my favorite donuts. No kidding. I would say Patty is my best friend too. Anyone who brings you donuts, right? You love those individuals. Well, I enjoyed watching Patty grow in her faith. Her daughter started attending with her and they had their section of seats and were very faithful. Patty had some health issues that she battled. And on March 29th, 2020, at the young age of 56, she passed. I had the honor of putting together a memorial service for the immediate family. And God gave us just a beautiful day on September 19th to gather graveside and share memories. In preparing for that day, I was wondering what should I share? And I remembered Patty's involvement in Life Verse. So I called her friend and asked if she knew the verse Patty chose. And she remembered. Patty chose 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13, which says this, Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous and be strong. I used that verse to encourage the family as words of wisdom that impacted Patty that she chose early in 2020 and words, no doubt, that she would want for her family in her absence. Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. Two stories. I share these stories with you because they are both beautiful in different ways. They both speak to the wisdom found in Scripture. They both point to the magnificence of walking through this exercise. It matters. It matters because you never know what a year will bring. And while we do not know what a year will bring, we do know what Scripture brings. And we need it. We need it. Those two stories now lead to a big idea, and here it is. Gaining wisdom from Scripture is a fantastic way to start 2021. So do it, okay? Gaining wisdom from Scripture or claiming a verse or two and committing them to memory, it's a marvelous way to begin a new year. This phrase, gaining wisdom from Scripture, is interesting because it implies time in or time with the Bible. Like if I'm going to gain something, wisdom in particular, from Scripture, at some point I have to have time in Scripture, right? That makes sense. I think this is what the Bible does for us. Think about it. The Bible invites. That's what it does. It invites us to learn and discover and exchange the old for the new. It invites us to go on a journey to know God. 
scholar Peter Enns actually states it this way. Rather than providing us with information to be downloaded, the Bible holds out for us an invitation to join an ancient, well-traveled, and sacred quest to know God, the world we live in, and our place in it. Not abstractly, but intimately and experientially. See, the Bible holds out for us an invitation. That's what we get to take with this theme. So, with your Bible or your device, I want to invite you now to find 1 Thessalonians and chapter 2. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. This is a New Testament book that was written by the Apostle Paul. It's a letter, actually, to a church, a real church filled with real people in a city called Thessalonica. Paul probably wrote this letter in approximately 51 AD. Thessalonica, again, a real city, a city in Macedonia. In the New Testament, Thessalonica is referred to exclusively in connection with the missionary activities of the Apostle Paul. And you can read all about that in Acts, 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, Philippians, and 2nd Timothy. Now, here's an interesting tidbit. The city was founded in 316 BC by a general in the army of Alexander the Great, who gave the city its name to honor his wife. Her name was Thessalonica. I share that simply to provide some historical context. And we are talking about a real place. Now, this church, it was very young, maybe only two or three years old before Paul wrote this letter to them. What Paul wanted to accomplish with his letter is to help them mature in their faith. That's what he wanted for them. So we're going to pick up in the middle of this in chapter 2, verse 9. Here's what Paul says, and this is our challenge. Don't you remember, dear brothers and sisters, how hard we worked among you? Night and day we toiled to earn a living so that we would not be a burden to any of you as we preached God's good news to you. You yourselves are our witnesses, and so is God, that we were devout and honest and faultless toward all of you believers. And you know that we treated each of you as a father treats his own children. We pleaded with you, encouraged you, and urged you to live your lives in a way that God would consider worthy, for he called you to share in his kingdom and glory. And here's verse 13, which is a key verse in this particular section here. Therefore, we never stop thanking God. Think about this now. This is the Apostle Paul writing. We never stop thanking God that when you received his message from us, you didn't think of our words as mere human ideas. You accepted and that word accepted there in the construction of the sentence means that they received or they welcomed. So you accepted, you received, 
you welcomed what we said as the very word of God, which, of course, it is. And this word continues to work. Now this phrase, continues to work, it is captured in the Greek word, energeo, which is where we get the English word energy. And it has the idea here in verse 13 to cause to function or to bring about. So this word continues to work. There's energy here in you who believe. Now, I believe Paul is sharing something remarkable here with the Thessalonian church. That is for us. It's for Valley Point Church today. He basically says, look, you received what we said as from God, which of course it is. And this word from God, it's energizing you. It is working and accomplishing something in you. Accepted and energized. Two key words here. I think this verse is simply amazing in that it helps us to know the word of God. It holds out for us an invitation to join an ancient, well-traveled, and sacred quest to know God, the world we live in and our place in it. Not abstractly, right? But intimately and experientially. The intimate part is that it is from God. These words that we have read today and that we regularly engage in as part of Valley Point, they are from God and we get to experience them as they energize us. So question, what do we have to lose by studying and finding something to energize us, a verse or two? Think about that. What do we have to lose by studying and finding something to energize us? What do we have to lose? Maybe another way to frame that question is, what do we have to gain? What do we have to gain? To be energized by God and his word. Sounds kind of good, doesn't it? And, I would say, necessary. Okay, some takeaways for us. Number one, as you think about the process of choosing a life verse for this year that you can anchor your soul upon through all of the ups and downs of what happens to you, start with prayer, okay? And ask God to give you a verse or two. So all of this, it begins with prayer. And then here's the second takeaway. Begin the search, Just dive into the word of God. Jump in and begin the search. Find something meaningful. Find something memorable. Think about what you've just experienced in 2020 and then anticipate what you desire for God to accomplish through you and in you in 2021. And consider this as you search for a verse. What do you know is coming in 2021? Now, there are always things that we can't plan and anticipate. That was most of 2020. But do you have some change coming? 
Maybe you graduate in 2021. Maybe you're getting married. Maybe you know a job switch is coming or retirement is right there. Maybe a new baby is coming or a grandchild, perhaps a move. What do you need in order to thrive in those circumstances? Well, as you search the scripture, ask God to give you something that speaks into what you know is coming. So let's get very practical and ask the question, how? How can you begin the search? How do you dive into the word of God and find something meaningful and memorable? Well, I want to give you seven helpful tips real fast. Here we go. Number one, download the helpful life verse list. And you can find that under Sunday resources at valleypointchurch.com. We have put together all kinds of verses that are very helpful. Some from the Old Testament, some from the New Testament. And if picking up a Bible seems really intimidating to you, there is a way that you can find some of these verses by just downloading the helpful life verses sheet on our website. I would encourage you to do that. It is filled with some amazing verses. Okay, that's number one. Number two, look back through talk notes and things that we have studied as a church because perhaps there's something there. Number three, walk through the Monday through Friday reading plan for this week and just see as you do that if something jumps into your heart. And then number four, talk to a mentor or a trusted friend and ask for their favorite verses. There may be something there for you. Now, you're kind of borrowing their work, but that's okay. If you trust them, what has impacted them may very well impact you and be what you need. Okay, number five, brainstorm life events that you've walked through and look for key words that fall from those life events and then search for those words in scripture and see if you can find something. Number six, Use Lectio Divina, the exercise of reading multiple times. That's what it is. It's very helpful. And if you want to know more about that, you can find a link under Sunday resources on our website. It's just a great spiritual exercise that could bring something to life for you as you read multiple times. Okay, number seven. Here it is. Eliminate hurry. If we're going to find a verse or two, We have to set aside time, and I would say give it good time, 30 minutes, maybe even 60 minutes. Turn off your phone and say a prayer to invite the Holy Spirit to pastor you into his presence, and then read. Okay, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Have fun searching and reading and praying through this I think this is just a phenomenal way to begin the year. So enjoy. Now, next week, here's what happens. Please be sure that you participate as I will share with you our new church-wide life verses and a new one-year theme and goal that flows from the verses chosen. I cannot wait to share with you. For the past couple of years, in addition to choosing verses to anchor our souls individually, We have chosen a church-wide life verse that sets us up for the kind of year that God wants us to have. Last year, 
It was about being bright lights. In the words of Matthew 5, 14 through 15, you are the light of the world. That's what we focused on last year. Well, we have a new church-wide life verse, verses actually, and I will share that with you next Sunday. I can't wait for that. Okay, just to review what we walked through today. Welcome. Welcome to Life Verse 2021. I believe God is going to do incredible things as we all embark as a church family together on choosing some words from Scripture to use as an anchor for our souls. So welcome to this. Two stories. Two things that have occurred in the life of our church that have helped me think about life verse for this year. And I'm sure that stories may come to your mind about how the word of God is needed and helpful. As you find that story, grab it and hang on to it. And then a big idea. Let's do it. Let's jump into scripture and find some verses. And then 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. See, the word of God has the ability to energize us. So let's do that. And let's embark on a great journey of choosing some verses to use for this year that will energize us individually, will energize our families, and certainly energize our church as well. Will you pray with me? Father, we are so thankful for today and for the opportunity that we have had to once again be reminded of the value of Scripture and how it holds out for us an invitation to see you, to know you, and to experience you. God, I pray that you would energize all of us now to begin the work of searching and looking for a verse or two that we can claim as our own. Whether we're walking through the Bible itself or using the helpful life verses or the reading plan, God, whatever it is, just use that and plant something in each and every person that they can claim and hang on to for everything that we experience in this new year. God, I want to pause and just thank you for the gift of Scripture. Help us to stand on your truth now. I do pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, church, it is so easy to take for granted all we have. At the start of a new year, I would encourage you to take some time today and in the days to come to reflect and thank God for all he has given to you. As a church, we continue, we do, we just continue to glorify the Lord in how we use the resources he gives to us. And I want to thank you for your generosity. You can give securely online at valleypointchurch.com. And again, thank you for how generous you are. I do want to give you an update on our Christmas initiative. We set a goal of raising $100,000 to give away to our partners this year. And I am very excited to share that we have raised a little over $78,000 toward that goal. We're getting close, which is great, and will be such a source of joy and encouragement for our partners. 
Thank you for opening your hearts and your hands and being so generous. You can still give to the initiative through Sunday, January the 17th. Let's reach that goal together. I also want to give you an update on in-person gatherings. As you know, at the end of November, we made the difficult choice to suspend in-person gatherings as COVID began to surge. The decision was difficult, I can assure you, because we love being together as a church. The very nature of church is togetherness. So that made it difficult. It was also difficult because it came during the Christmas season, a time where we often see large crowds and there is a lot of energy as we celebrate. The question now is, when will we meet again in person? While I cannot share a specific date at this time, I want you to know that I desire to meet in person as soon as we can and as safely as we can. Currently, we have created a dashboard where we measure five data points that include the incidence rate for Delaware County, the positivity rate for Delaware County, the seven-day moving average for the state of Pennsylvania, the community transmission level for Delaware County, and the seven-day daily average hospitalizations. We have been watching these data points for six weeks now. As soon as one of these measurements falls into a safe range, which they have not yet, we will begin forward movement toward in-person gatherings again while continuing to watch all of the measurements. Additionally, we are consulting with local leaders and listening to medical professionals and doctors who love our church, attend here, and are giving wise advice. Our desire is to be together in person. That's our desire. So continue to pray for the cessation of this virus and for wisdom in making decisions. Thank you for listening to all of that. And now a benediction as we conclude. Gracious and loving God, we thank and praise you for Life Verse 2021. We thank you for your presence with us, for the works you have been doing in our minds and hearts, for the ways you have been touching our lives, known and unknown. We give you praise and thanks. And as we approach a new year, may we, by your grace, open our lives to you fully, completely, and give you permission to do whatever you want to do in and through us. Help us in the depths of our hearts to say yes to you in a fuller, more complete way. Amen. Go in peace. You are loved, church. Hope and joy to you.